Have you figured out a name for your podcast yet? Um, so not yet. No, I, I'm no. Uh, the original title I, I had back in the day was uh, Stranger Than Christian. So it's kind of a pun on Stranger <laughs> Than Fiction because I'm talking to a lot of people who are out there and 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 people I would never you know get to meet otherwise. I love it. I like it. Then, then it's, it's it. Then it is in. No, perfect. I love that perfect. I made that decision. I get some royalties, right? No, <laughs> absolutely. It'll <laughs> yeah, it'll be a toonie in the mail for you. Perfect. Do you hear that? They have been doing construction on this building next to my house since like five o'clock in the morning. It's been happening all week. Um, but anyway, really enlightening, fascinating conversation this week. Broke through a lot of walls, made a new friend live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is stranger than Christian. Hey, it's Christian. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. You already sound excited to do this. I'm so glad. I'm so excited. Good. Have you have you have you been on a podcast before? Have you ever done anything like this? No, just listen to them. <laughs> okay, good. Well, look, okay. So so there no no unreasonable expectations going in. No goodness, no. No, I, guys, I, no nothing. <laughs> I have to start by apologizing because I I thought we were in the same time zone. I swear yeah. to God, we were both over here on the east. No, I'm sorry. Calgary is not on the east. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no worries at all. Because like when you texted me, I was like, "Oh, I think he thinks that we're in the same time zone." <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just gonna blame the American education system. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay. totally okay with that. <laughs> Good. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling? I, I'm uh, nervous and a little overwhelmed, but that's just how I am. <laughs> right. I I I understand yep. the feeling. I should. We have something in common. Uh, I'm right now on medical leave from work uh, for anxiety, depression. You're also on medical leave from work for whatever I'm, reason you can say if you want. Yeah, well, actually, I'm not. Um, I actually was laid off, and then I realized that I needed to take time to myself to deal with my mental health that I've been uh, neglecting for the last 10 to 15 years and just kept putting it off. And so I took this year off to uh, focus on me for the first time. So what did you do the first day of not working? I mean, like, how did you, how did you focus uh, on yourself? Did <laughs> you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, uh, it was very left field and uh, I was given um, a package and uh, I was hurt. Uh, I, I do, I now know that I have, um, I have major depression disorder and uh, generalized anxiety. And I also suffer, I have history of PTSD and I also um, have borderline personality disorder. So, so that's a yeah. lot. To, that's a lot to take in at, at at once. I bet. Well, yeah, it didn't. It wasn't like right after I got laid off. I was like diagnosed. It 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 did take a while. Like it's yeah, it's a Canadian lovely mental health care. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah. our, our, I don't think ours. I don't think ours is too much better. I'm paying four hundred dollars for insulin right now. So <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a yeah, right. It's a little Jesus. More. Yeah, it's, I, it's oh, it, my it, heart skipped a beat. <laughs> 
I'm thinking of making a field trip up there at some point because I hear it's a lot cheaper in Canada. I highly recommend it. I really yeah. <laughs> No, I, 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 yeah. I seriously might. Um, yeah, so I was actually officially diagnosed about a week and a half ago. Um, oh, my and, gosh. And how yeah. are you dealing with that? Um, I'm okay. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm noticing is that the real friends come out. The people oh, yeah. who are really into supporting you and really, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe even have it in common. Um, mm-hmm. I'm coming right now from, I should tell you, I quit my job today. Um, I'm coming from a sort of unsupportive work environment um, that proved to be a little bit toxic. So, oh, what, what I, I can d- relate. <laughs> I yeah. can really relate to that. Yeah. So I, I took, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was always something that I had dealt with, and I and I, I kind of diagnosed myself and never really went to a doctor, um, but I had a particularly kind of tumultuous weekend, went to the doctor, turns out that's what it was. Um, so I'm dealing with that now, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning about myself. I have a therapist, which is cool. I never had a therapist before. Oh, gosh, talk therapy is, I highly recommend it for everyone. It doesn't matter if you don't have, a, if you don't have a mental health issue. Who cares? Go. Because, like, talk therapy, you can talk so much to your friends and family. But when you're talking to someone that doesn't know anyone, it's so freeing. And that's exactly what I'm excited about, to have a neutral party to discuss things with. Because I think I have been lacking that for a long time. And Mm -hmm. uh, because of that, I depended on people who it was really their responsibility to deal with things like that. Um, You Mm -hmm. know, I put a lot of pressure on my wife, put a lot of pressure on my coworkers. And um, as a result, it was just a big mess. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to be able to talk to somebody now. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud of you. Thank you very much, and, and and you know what? I'm I'm already proud of you too. No, well, it's seriously it like I've been dealing with this uh, for just a little over a year now. I've been I've been at a job and dealing with my mental health, and the biggest thing I realize is that the courage to actually reach out and ask for help, not just from friends and family, but from a professional, takes a lot of courage because that's a lot of self self-reflect on your part so that's huge that is huge so don't ever doubt yourself in that way well thank you very much that's wow <laughs> thank you that's um yeah wow i was not expecting this to go there um yeah it's been, Sorry. It's been no that's okay that's okay it's uh yeah it's been some tough times and and, and yeah. I, I nothing i nothing that's personally you know worth getting into now um but yeah, it's uh, it's been tough. So I uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, like ser- like that's what I learned is that it's so it's so hard. It's it's seriously really hard for anyone to reach out. I always knew that there was something not right. There was always something a little different with me, and I couldn't pinpoint it. And so finally, I just after this layoff I had, I kind I had a breakdown, and I just couldn't do it anymore, and I had to. I had to reach out and I did. And I was so happy. Like when I got my diagnosis, it felt so, it felt like a a weight was lifted off my shoulders because I was like, oh, I have a name to the monster now. Oh, finally, you know? Right. And like you, because you know you're going through something, like especially with depression, anxiety, 
you know it's there, but you just don't have a name for it. Right, so, and that's exactly it. And that, you know, it it makes it even scarier because I mean the default thought is like, Oh my god, I'm going I'm going crazy. I'm going mm-hmm. insane, I'm losing oh, my mind. And that's oh, you know 100%. that's yeah, and, and that's you know, that's the default uh you know, response and you know one of the hardest lessons to learn is that not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to no. understand. And I had a lot no, of experiences it, no. where it's hard to, I mean, it, 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 if only it was so easy to just get up and fix it, get up and do what you need to do to feel energized again, to feel happy again. If only it was that easy, you know, and no, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, have as much experience um but again this is something i've dealt with without a name for a really long time and it's hard to articulate just sometimes you don't even have the energy to have the energy to get up you know oh i didn't i did not leave my bed for oh uh, too long like my i i do live with uh my boyfriend and uh we've been together for five years and he was really he's been very supportive about everything and he was he was the one that really kind of put it into perspective on his account too and because I I kept on leaning on him and as much as that I would love to do that he has his own things going on and I can't he can't be my sounding board all the time right which is the importance of that neutral party yeah so yeah and uh what was I gonna I was gonna say something um Oh yeah, so you're talking about your friends and stuff like that. Uh, I I joke about this, and it might be a little dark. That uh, my favorite advice that my friends that people have given me is, oh, just get oh, just you know, just be happy. And you know what? I'm and when they say that, I'm just like, oh, I'm cured. Oh, thank you. Oh, right. Oh, oh why didn't you. I think of that? What oh, an idea! My God. Yeah. Thank you so much. I just needed you to tell me. Oh, just be happy. Oh, oh my God. You know, it's not not that easy and especially with people that don't know what's going on and they don't understand they just think you're just overplaying a sadness but you're not you're you have a chemical imbalance in your brain that's not helping you feel motivated and you feel lonely and worthless and just so heavy on yourself and a little another thing I learned this year is as much as it's so hard and I'm still practicing and you're going to be practicing a lot of new things is that self-compassion have some self-compassion because you're going through a lot. You are so going through a lot, but you are, you need to tell yourself that you're doing the right thing. And especially because you just, you just got, you just quit. You got to remind yourself that you did the right thing and have some self-compassion. Right. About what you did. It's so tough sometimes, you know, it, Yeah. because um, the type of person I am, I mean, I'm my own worst critic, you know, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm yep. never good enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so oh. yes, you're a, preaching to the choir. Honey. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a definite struggle. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm I'm I at least have half the battle down because I'm excited to do it. I feel like a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they're confronted with this idea of therapy and, and of getting better and getting fixed. And it's intimidating and it makes them angry. I'm so excited to have a conversation yeah. with somebody about what's going on with me. Like, I, I, you, I can't even. Have you gone for your therapist appointment yet? Not yet. No, I had my first oh. one in about a week and a half or so. Oh, oh, gosh, that's so yeah. exciting. I'm yeah, really I'm, excited I'm, for you. 
thank you. Um, I was originally going to go back to work next week, but um, uh, for reasons unspecified, we cut that short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and that's okay. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But you know what? I honestly was, I was very surprised. Um, I don't know if Canada has the equivalent of, they call it FMLA here. So it's a law that kind of guarantees if you work at a place for a certain amount of time, they guarantee you a certain amount of sick leave. And it's typically for, you know, if you're, if you have an illness or you're caring yeah. for somebody who has yeah. an illness. We they have gave that, yeah. me, okay. Yeah. They gave me two week leave for that. And I was very surprised at how progressive of them that was mm-hmm. um, because the idea that mental health is as serious uh, and, you know, a mental illness is as serious as a physical illness, is as serious as the flu, is as serious as anything else. That's mm-hmm. a, it's, it's an uphill battle to get people to acknowledge that. Yeah, and like having mental health days and telling your employer that you need a mental health day and them accepting that is huge. And I feel like that we're on the right. I feel like well, I'm speaking for Canada, but I'm not speaking for whole Canada. Oh my God, I don't want to have that on my shoulder. Um, <laughs> I, I will let you speak oh for Canada. Don't worry. I don't want to speak for Canada. <laughs> you oh have God, no diplomatic no. responsibility on this podcast. I promise. <laughs> oh, thank God. No. Um, <laughs> not after that no. guy from Zimbabwe. I, no, no, never again. <laughs> no, no, God no. Um, no, I think um, uh, employers are understanding mental health as more of a normal thing and I honestly think it's a generational thing because uh yeah I'm like yeah I'm can I tell my age on this yeah sure yeah I'm I'm 30 okay I'm 29 uh, there we go okay perfect I love it so yeah so I um so I used to live actually in Ontario and um Ontario is just above you guys because where are you I'm in I'm in Pennsylvania Pennsylvania right now. Yeah. Yeah. So London, Ontario is just uh, past. You have to go two hours past Windsor, if you know where that is. I don't, but I I love every word of it. (laughs) Okay, perfect. So I'm from I'm I'm from uh, over there and um, I didn't get the mental health help I needed out there. And when I moved to Calgary, I had nothing but amazing experiences in Alberta. And it's so crazy from one province to another how different uh, they take mental health. So I thought that was very, very um, interesting. And I've talked to many people who have moved from uh, out east to out west, and they see that change as well. Um, I don't know why. I couldn't tell you. There's some probably government stuff, but I don't want to get into that. <laughs> right. That's okay. Yeah. We'll save, yeah, we'll save that for the, I, no, we'll no. save that for YouTube. So, yeah. Oh God, no. There's a debate <laughs> right now. There's actually the Alberta, uh, uh, we have a vote coming out for, um, yeah, we have a vote and it's our debate tonight. So I was just watching, we were just watching that, but I just shoved everyone out of my apartment. <laughs> oh, okay. Who are no. the, who are the hmm? candidates in that? Oh God, you're making me look things up. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Only if you know. I know. No, because honestly, w- when it comes to politics here, they beat us over the head with everybody's oh. name. So at any no, point, yeah, no, yeah. we're very different from uh, American politics because American God. politics is so commercial. <laughs> yeah, it, so commercial. very much. I've heard a lot of people in Canada like Trump, though. And, and without well, getting too political, I've heard he has a lot of fans in Canada. Uh, out west. Uh, is a very where I live is uh, is is conservative 
Um, it's very much a conservative area. Um, I know some people who agree with Trump, and I don't. I'm quite liberal. Same. And yeah, I'm just I'm 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 trying to tread real lightly. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to tread super lightly right now. Leave um, no footprints. Yeah. So yeah. So I am. Uh, I would consider myself liberal, but I do know some people that agree uh, with uh, Trump. Uh, I and you know I don't like debating because it's just it's or getting in a conflict of that because. Yeah, conflicts are not fun. And so no. I just uh, I just say, oh, okay, and then walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much my that's pretty much my um, oh, okay. my stance on most things. I, I I'm not I, I I wouldn't consider myself political in the least. Um, mm. I I have a I have a base sort of mistrust yeah. of a lot of the information that's fed to us. Um, oh yeah. But I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist yeah. or anything like that. I just uh, no, I just no, no, don't I bother. Yeah. I I just look at a bigger picture, and you know. I, I do the same way. I'm like, if the news says something, I'm like, I need to research this more. I don't want to believe them right away. Exactly. So. Yep. Yeah. No, um, I, um, I don't know. I don't know if I can say this. Uh, I have uh, my, my family is in uh, Canadian politics. So, but I try to do your clear of that. <laughs> oh, you said you have so. family in politics. Yeah, I do. So, oh, but I just, okay. I just, uh, yeah, I have family in politics, but I just, uh, I don't get involved. <laughs> That's probably I, it's, best. It's their, it's their thing, and I, I, I support them, and I'm happy, but I, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, no, oh God, I can never, I can never be in politics. They'd, no. they'd find out too much too quickly, and I would be, as they say in America, a rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That'd be terrifying. Oh, oh yeah. God. No, uh, I think everyone has a rap sheet anyways. Ugh. No. Yeah. I, I... No. Oh, goodness. So are you thinking of going to any, like, uh, programs to, like, help with your anxiety and depression? Like, are you just thinking of doing therapy? Well, the therapy is a definite. Um, I, oh, yeah. I have a, a little more free time now, and when I find another job, I, I will make sure that I have more free time than I did at the last one. Um, mm -hmm. My wife uh, loves improv comedy, and she was trained as an improv comedian for a while, and she recommended improv to me as mm -hmm. something that – because I think that a lot of what I'm feeling is rooted in a sort of fear of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't like when things – can be or can't be and and that has roots in all kinds of other things but um one of the rules of improv that that cat my wife has taught me is uh is is yes and so you yes and it you just if mm -hmm. something if one unusual thing is true then what other unusual thing is true and i feel like that rule works for improv and it works for life in general and i feel like it's a good way to uh normalize the concept of uncertainty so improv is something i'm looking into not not necessarily yeah. officially sanctioned by whoever i'm seeing but yeah definitely mm -hmm. something that i need something to do yeah no um I, because in Ontario, sorry, in, I'm in Alberta. <laughs> in Alberta. <laughs> I, don't know. I always in get Alberta, confused. That's okay. Uh, it's, it's a thing. We're just like four provinces away. It's very confusing. Um, <laughs> um, so I actually was going to talk to you about, um, there, I took, a, what is it? What is it? I think it was a 14-week course. Uh, and have you ever heard of uh, dialectical behavioral therapy? 
I have heard that term before, but I have no idea what it means. So I took a six-week course in dialectical behavioral therapy, and I'm going to tell you, doesn't matter if you have mental health issues or not, I recommend this class to anyone and everyone. Um, here, I have the definition of CBT right here because I looked it up. Cool. Because I've heard so, of CBT. I've heard of conditional behavioral therapy. Yeah. So dialectical behavioral yeah. Dialectical behavioral therapy is an evidence-based psycho- uh, psychotherapy that begins with efforts to treat borderline personality disorder. <laughs> me um dbt <laughs> has been proven useful in treating mood disorders a suicide ideal idolation oh gosh and change in behavior patterns such as self-harm and substance abuse i don't have that i am not like when you look up borderline personality disorder everyone is not the same every person who has that disorder is not the same I do not have substance abuse. I don't even drink. Um, and I don't self-harm. But I do do a lot of other things that borderline uh, people do. And so, um, but with DBT, it helps me um, kind of radically accept things. And it, it, teach you, it teaches you skills in your day-to-day life. And I there's this thing I do, it's called checking the facts. And so if I'm having, do you ever, when you're anxiety, when you have anxiety, you just think of the worst things that could happen. Do you know oh what I God, mean? I do it all the time. I spit a scenario yeah. in my head and then I react and then I get yes. angry and then I'm angry at myself for making it. Yes. Oh God, all the time. Yeah. So with, uh, so many emotions and actions are set off by our thoughts and in particular, uh, and, and like events and stuff like that. So like you have to check the facts and like, what are the emotions that I want to change? What is the event that's prompting my emotions? You know, like that type of thing. And it teaches you how to like, is this a catastrophe? Am I going to die in this, in this small situation? No, I'm not. Is these thoughts going to pass? Yes. There's yes. These thoughts are going to pass soon. And just like realizing when you're doing those things. So, and it te- like it does those, and it it's a really good practice. And I recommend if you if you can find a dialectical behavioral therapy course, I highly recommend you doing that. Um, yeah, I'm making a note of it right now because I think that's yeah. something I might want to ask about. It's funny yeah. because I have a I have a trusted friend that I talk with about things like this, and mm-hmm. um, she has her share of anxiety as well. And one of the strategies she shared with me, almost similar to what you were saying is mm-hmm. um, you have to question the anxiety. You have to mm-hmm. argue with it. Get down yes. to the bottom of it and mm-hmm. ask your anxiety, is this a thing that I'm worried about? Is, yep. is is this situation that you created something that's actually happening or is this mm-hmm. your anxiety speaking? And, yeah. And, and, I've, and I've downright argued with my anxiety and, it, and, it, and it, it, it helps. It yeah. really helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, oh man, I have so many times. Like I, I was... Um, uh, I have problems walking at night and uh, so, but if I have to like, I kind of do the same thing where I argue and I'm like, I have my, my uh, self-defense uh, course I did. I have this, I have this, I am prepared. Why are you freaking out? You're on a train. You're fine. You're going to be home soon. You know what I mean? Like, it's just you arguing with yourself and, it's exhausting, though. <laughs> it's right. Quite exhausting. Right. And the, and the realization that at the end of the day, your anxiety is full of shit. No, it is. <laughs> you know, totally. it is. 
totally full of shit. It is. Yep, yep. I'm very happy we can swear on this podcast now. <laughs> oh, we can, say, we, we can say whatever the fuck we want on this podcast. It's awesome. Fuck yeah! <laughs> there you go. Um, taking a self-defense class had to have been empowering. I took it like um, I was uh, attacked when I was 18 or yeah, 19, 18 or 19. And okay. um, I took it after that. Like I, it was, it's been 10 years since I did it, but, um, but I was very much like uh, in denial that ever happened and I never really coped with it. And so this year was basically dealing with that and my PTSD and everything like that. So I think you should do like a little trigger warning on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I think I, I, think I yeah, will. I like, is, honestly, I you know, do a trigger pro- <laughs> I put I put out the uh, I put the format on Reddit for people to you know if you're interested in talking with me whatever and and I I had done a few of these I started this originally a couple years ago um, mm-hmm. in a severe fit of depression I felt like I wasn't doing enough I felt like I wasn't meeting enough people and I figured mm-hmm. that this was a way to have a connection with with people that I would never be able to meet otherwise. Um, that's awesome. So that's how this started, and I kind of mm-hmm. fell out of it because of work. Starting it again, um, I was so excited to see your application in the in the, um, on, the <laughs> on the response website because I felt like we were going through the same thing right now. So I was more excited for this conversation than I was for any <laughs> other so far. Just Aww. so you know, Aww, you're at the top of the you. list. You are well, very I welcome. Actually, I was because Reddit is a very very large platform. I didn't. I just sent it out on a whim it was late at night and i think i had my sleeping pill at that point <laughs> and, okay <laughs> and i was like might as well right. and then and and then i i was walking around my house and i got your email and i was like holy crap and i hadn't even told my boyfriend about it because it was just like i didn't think you would actually because i honestly thought you would have like thousands of replies and i was like oh they, he won't even read mine. Oh, I'll just put it in for shits and giggles, you sure. know? And you... so when you messaged me, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so, by the way. <laughs> right. You know how many responses I got all together in the past few yeah, days like, how since ma- I put it up? I was going to ask that. 70. 70. 70. It, honestly, wow. you know, the first time I put it out, I got like 15 and I was fucking hype for 15 people. And I put it out again. I'm just so, there's people from all over the world and I'm, that like, I'm, awesome. I'm struggling to, I, I, I want, if, if anybody who filled it out is listening, <clears throat> excuse me. If anybody who filled it out is listening, I promise I will get to you. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't have a staff of people here. This is literally, I'm going to describe the scenario around me right now. I'm Please. on the couch. The lights are off. My wife is sleeping because she has work at five in the morning. Um, oh, I have, <clears throat> geez, hold on one second. <clears throat> get some water. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Good idea. Get some water. <laughs> yeah. That's a good. I have, I'm, I'm on my bed with paper just around me about, all the things I've done and what I want to talk about. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Awesome. Oh my God. You came prepared. That's so cool. Yeah. I came prepared. Yeah. So, so I'm on my couch. I'm, I'm laying on the couch. I have a very casual approach to this type of conversation. Um, I have my iPad open with your application on it and a huge blue snowball microphone sitting in front of me. So that's, that's what's going on around me. Right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just forewarn, I do have a cat, and he is very talkative, so he might. Oh, that's <laughs> just... okay. I have I have two cats, and they're very talkative, oh. and they're around here somewhere. Oh, mine mine is uh, now sitting on my papers because you know, cats do. 
Right. What's your cat's names? I need to know. I have one. We have one 20-pound tabby cat, and his name is Fat <laughs> Polly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, such a so sweetheart. Cute. Yeah, he, he a, has no claws in front. He's just his little hands. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I have a brown tabby, and his full name is Bertram Von Whiskers, but we call him Bert. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's yeah. an adorable name. And then we have another, I don't know what type of cat he is. We adopted him about a year ago, and his name is uh, Kippo. K-I-P-P-O. Oh, Kippo? Yeah, oh and we just thought it sounded gosh. cute. No, listen, we just thought it sounded cute, you know. And then later, I found out that Kippo is Finnish for tiny little cup. Oh God, that even it makes could it so much not more, cuter. Be more perfect. It could not uh, be more perfect. Sorry, I think when you said uh, Kipper, it's like a cap, a cat, and a hippo put together. And then I yeah, thought it was the cutest like thing ever. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. such a sweetheart. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, I was never mm-hmm. a cat person until I met my wife, and she, she introduced <laughs> me to Fat Polly, and I was immediately converted. Oh. I was allergic at first, and the cure oh, no. for a cat allergy is to live with cats for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. Oh, yep, Bert, yep. get off my paper. Okay. All right. You live there now. Okay. <laughs> so are you a creative type? Do you draw? Do you write? Do you paint? Well, actually, it's funny you say that i'm actually in a employment program right now um in my in calgary and it's an art-based workplace skill building program and it's for people who have it's an employment placement program with people who have mental health mental illness and mental health problems and uh it's actually i never was a big art person but this actually has given me like we do paintings, we do still art, we do all sorts of things. And it, and it pertains to time management and like adjusting to change and things like that. And it has taught me so much and it has really, really helped with um, my fear of judgment and my fear of failing. And because oh, it, it puts you right out there. Yeah, it does. And like, I, it's a great group. It's, it's just a, it's, it's just a 12 week course and it's just, yeah, it's just amazing. And it's, I'm going to plug it cause it's an amazing program. If you're in Calgary, uh, look up art recruits, please. Cause it is so yeah, great. I totally absolutely, I absolutely love it. I, I have to plug it cause, uh, yeah, they're very, the people there that facilitate it are extremely supportive. Absolutely. So, yeah. You have to know yeah. where the supportive people are. Oh yeah. And 100%. like, percent. Hundred percent, yeah, and I, and it's so great to be around people who also have mental health problems because they know what you're going through, and you know what they're going through. So you have that like camaraderie type of feeling, and like right. you, you guys, you bond on a completely different level. It's so, so. important because it's it can be such an alienating feeling. It can feel like oh. you're the only person in the universe going through it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And with this, it's just I. I recommend it to anyone in my, in where I live. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, do you meditate? Been, I try. I just, it's, I like guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and you can find a lot on YouTube I found, but it, it, it depends on the voice for me. I haven't okay. found the right voice. I don't know. I just, if it, I don't know if it's too pitchy, I'm just like, oh, my ears <laughs> bleeding. Okay. If it's too pitchy, and, and and also this might sound terrible, I cannot relax with a British accent. 
<gasps> Me too. There's oh. one uh, there's one guy and God bless him because he makes the most wonderful videos and I am sure they help so many people. I can't do it and I try so hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, sure that sounds so bad, but I just no, I, it's, it's I no, nothing. I love British honey. accents. I love British yeah. television. I love British everything. Oh my god. I love British humor. I love Mighty Boosh and Black Books and all that and Peep Show. All oh, yeah. those Oh, oh, I love those. I love those. IT crowd. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Fry love and Lori. Oh, I love oh. Fry and Lori. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> Any, <laughs> anyway. I, I, can go on, I can go on and on with British humor. No, I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I just, I completely get where you're coming from because it, it really depends on the environment you're in. If you're in your, if you're in a comfortable position and if you like the voice, like these are three components that if I can have all those three at once, I can meditate. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Yes. I, um, once when I graduated high school, I, I, for a while I wanted to be an actor. I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to be an actor. I, I tried to do the whole thing and I eventually mm -hmm. grew very disillusioned with it, but I did go to acting school for about a year and that's mm -hmm. where I was introduced to meditation. And, um, I, I had always heard that if you're an emotional person, which I, I tend to be, uh, regular meditation tends to calm you down. And every class, my teacher was a actor on some soap opera and I have no idea which one, but he was, he was somebody. And, and every class started with a 15-minute meditation, and he would guide us through it. And I mm -hmm. found that I would just start crying during these meditations. Like, I was holding so much. It, mm -hmm. it was a weekly class. And uh, I just realized that, like, during a week, there's so much you're holding on to. And it just feels so good to, like, let go and also have somebody guide you through letting go. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I know. Oh, oh, I can, I can totally relate. Oof. I have... With in my uh, dialectical behavioral therapy classes, and I also had um, I've been through. I okay, so I have actually been through in the last year uh, three different mental health programs to better myself. Okay, because like um, uh, dealing with borderline and depression and anxiety and PTSD, it's exhausting, <laughs> and oh, you yes. need to, and you need help. And uh, so I was going to an outpatient program at a hospital and I would do meditation at the end. And you're in, you're talking about mental health from 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. And you're doing group therapy and you're doing one-on-one -on -one therapy. And then at the end, you're exhausted. And so they make you, you get you to do meditation. Oh, I cried so many times yes. <laughs> during that because you're just, so exhausted and you just you poured out so much feeling and so much emotion into those days sure it almost feels I, good to let that go though doesn't it oh, like crying yeah. once in a while and it's probably not popular for a man to talk about crying but i luckily who cares it's 2019 and nobody gives a shit about that anymore yeah. um god it feels so good once in a while it's just oh. such a release oh yeah I, I i have like sometimes i'll like watch a really I'll, okay i'll watch beaches with <laughs> Bette Midler because <laughs> it is a sad movie and if I just right. can't cry I will watch that movie and just bawl my eyes out right, right. <laughs> like beaches or like I love movies so I will like if I just I need a good cry but I just can't get there I will watch any type of sad movie and I will just go off <laughs> gotcha tearjerker 
Yeah, I have to. It's just, yeah, I have to go that route. But sometimes they are, I haven't had many. Oh, uh, are you on any medication or will you be going on any medication? You said insulin. So You, you know what? I am. Yeah, so I'm on it. I, I, I was diagnosed with type 2 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I, I just got checked out. No organ damage. We are good to go. Everything is awesome. Um, other than the fact I can't afford the damn medicine, but we're getting there. That's that's we're working on that. We're get, yeah, um, you're getting there. Exactly. Uh, I was prescribed Wellbutrin for the depression, and uh, I think it's Buspar for the anxiety, and they work together. And I honestly, it's like night and day. Mm-hmm. No, I am also on Wellbutrin actually. I, I I don't I don't have any problem with it. I mean, you no, know. I have none. No, I've never had problems with it. I yeah. Uh, I take uh, Wellbutrin. I'm actually looking at my pills right now because I can never remember the name. And Effector. Oh, okay. Effector. I, you know, I, I heard that name in my last in my last visit, but no, I wasn't I wasn't given that. Yeah. Oh, I, this is my. I've been on Wellbutrin for over a year now, and but the Effector and all the second pill has. Um, I was gaining a lot of weight on. Uh, the pill, I can't remember the pill I was on first, but um, I've been always on Wellbutrin, but I've always had a secondary medication and okay. um, for my anxiety and depression. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, so, but I was gaining, I was just eating, like I could not stop. Like I was hungry all the time and I would eat at nighttime, which is like the worst. And I gained, I swear, like 15 pounds in like six months. Like just from eating, wow. and I couldn't, I, I I couldn't stop, and I tried to exercise. I did that, but like it just, you know how exercise gives endorphins. Well, uh, oh sure, yeah, yeah, well, sure. Well, <laughs> well, reportedly, I don't know. I I still yeah. Well, no, I, I still I haven't gotten to the point where I have the energy to figure no. out if that's true or not. And that's basically where I was having problems with is that like I would have no energy to get up and do and like exercise. I and like and with my anxiety, it was like, let's go to the gym and I'd go there and like if my lock didn't fit in the locker, I would start having a panic attack and like, Oh, I gotta go and like run out and just like the smallest things would make me panic and make me have an anxiety attack. So oh, I understand just, 100%. Gyms make me so anxious. Oh, I, I God. Think I'm, I think I'm just intimidated because, um, you know, my <laughs> wife for a little while, she was a gym rat. She was like a professional bodybuilder or, or I'm sorry, a weightlifter rather, not a bodybuilder, but a weightlifter. And, Damn. oh, gosh, she's awesome. Um, but so she's she's used to it. I that fitness for the sake of fitness has never been part of my life. So, yeah, I'm very mm-hmm. intimidated by the gym. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I think I went to a gym, and, like, I, it was, like, a community center, so you could, like, pay whatever to go in once, it, right. you don't even, yeah, so I went in, and I paid, and, like, I brought a lock from home, and it didn't fit in the holes, and I was, like, okay, what do I do, I don't want anyone to take my stuff, but I don't, I need to get a lock, and I was just, like, oh, I was just having a, a huge anxiety attack, and I just was, like, you know what, screw this, and I just got back dressed, didn't even go in the gym, and just, like, yeah. ran out, I and, mean, like, oh, I because just... because it all snowballs, because of that, because, again... It if, snowballs, yeah. Yep, if one unusual thing is true, then what else is true? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, someone's yep. gonna steal my stuff, oh, my God, like, it's just, oh, all these scenarios that probably will not happen, 
what will happen in your brain. <laughs> right, exactly. And I know to me, sometimes I have to, I feel like I need to, I'm like, all my, all my emotions and my fears and everything are stacked on a very, it's a very gentle sloping tower. <laughs> and if any slight breeze were to disrupt mm-hmm. it, the fucking day is ruined. Oh, <laughs> you know, hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. And like, I, I was, and I will, I do admit this is that I wasn't, I was putting, I was, pushing a lot of things inside and not dealing with them. I would just, it was very, I was dissociating. Like if something bad happened, I'd be like, okay, whatever, let's just move on. <laughs> Cause like right. I was just, that's how I was raised. It's just like, Oh, stuff happens. Move on as fast as you can. Don't, yeah. don't dwell on it. Just move on. And so I, I had that, I have that, I had, uh, I have that mentality. I still do, but I am working on it. Um, and I would, the smallest things I would just blow up at my boyfriend the smallest things like teeny tiny things um and I remember one time I started blowing up at him and I my brain is like check the facts Lauren why are you angry at why are you yelling at him like why why are you blowing up at him and I stopped and he was like are you okay and I was like I'm sorry this is so silly I should, this is not your problem. Uh, I should not be blowing up at you right now. And he was like, whoa, what? And I'm like, no, I just realized that I have to check the facts. This is not going to end our relationship. This is not going to hurt us. It like, it was something, I think it was like something to do with the dishwasher. Like it was something so mundane, you know? And like catching myself in that moment was so great it was it felt so good that my brain kind of like clicked like right. what are you doing that's such a good feeling it's what so are you doing? it's so encouraging to hear that you were able to do that because mm-hmm. i remember when i used to not be able to do that um no and i did not have control over my emotions and thank Mm-mm. god i was never violent or anything like that no but god, no. i, I remember i remember all this anger coursing through me and not knowing why and just the fact that i didn't know why even made me angrier and it's such a good feeling to be able to stop yourself mm-hmm. and just let's let's pause this and like being and, and being self-aware for yes. that you know and like having the ability to be like what are you doing? Stop it. Right. <laughs> like, stop it. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, um, yeah, I, and our relationship has blossomed. Like it has been better than ever. That's and, beautiful. Yeah. And it's, and we both like, he sees a, he, I, he tells me, he's like, I see a great deal of difference in you in, and for the better. And I am so happy and like he is very supportive, which I absolutely, I adore this man. And so I'm, yeah, that's I don't know where I was it's going so, with that. It's, <laughs> like, that's, I don't you went there. everywhere you needed to. It's so important to have somebody to rely. It is important to have somebody at arm's length to, to kind of oh, be your rock. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, goodness. So do you have any big hobbies, any, any main hobby that kind of consumes your life? Uh, Oh gosh. Um, I'm trying to get into writing. I'm trying to get my thoughts on paper. I, I've always had problems with that. Uh, so I, 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 I've had ADHD my whole life. So 
it's always been a struggle to uh, put words because your brain is going a mile a minute and you're overthinking everything. So trying to catch those thoughts and putting them to paper has always been a struggle for me. So I'm really trying to do that more. So. Writing is so healthy. I I, yeah. I I adore writing, and I don't do it as much as I should. But mm-hmm. God, when 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 I have the time and I have the I have the energy to just write out how I'm feeling, it just yeah. something about it makes it it, it 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 makes it more real. It makes it a physical object that you can put away and ignore, or or you can deal with. You know, it just makes it a it makes it a tangible object. And I feel like there's probably something therapeutic to that. I find it like it, it's like a relief. Yes. It's like, oh, I have these thoughts. Let's just get them on the page. They'll get out of my head. Exactly. Yeah. If they're if they're on paper, they're not in your head anymore. You mm-hmm. right. You took them out. Exactly. Uh, I I absolutely. Uh, the Oscar is. I I joke that the Oscars is my Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, are you crazy so, about the Oscars like that? I love the Oscars. Oh, oh my God. cool. Do you do the thing where you like print out a sheet and like do like the brackets and the oh yeah, and no, the predictions my, and all that? My father and I have been have an Oscar pool going since I was very young. <laughs> so he That's got awesome. he yeah he has always watched the Oscars with me, and we don't live close anymore, but we will go on the phone when the Oscar nominations are announced and be like, all right, what are your picks? <laughs> and start and start researching right when the nominations are announced. So, and it's just fun. It's a fun thing to do. And I've gotten a lot of friends out here to do it. And they're like, why? And we, we, we put a toonie in like a little pot and then whoever gets the most, whoever wins the most like nominations gets the whole pot. That's awesome. So we, That's a fun yeah. way to do it. Yeah, so like you get your friends and like, like I research it. So I, I have a they. I give them the ballots right at the Oscar night, or if they want it before, they can. But right. I give them the Oscar ballot, and then they pick their, they do their picks, and then we put toonies. Yes, a two dollar coin in Canada is called a toonie. I know what a toonie is. <laughs> a toonie into a little into a into into like a into a cup, and then. We tally it up at the end, and uh, yeah, it's great. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun little thing we do. What movie or actor, actress won last year that shouldn't have won? Shouldn't have won? Right. Oh, I won't, did Emma Stone win? No, that was for Lala, Lala Land. What year is that? <laughs> uh, last year, like the 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 just the Oscars that just passed. Yeah, I guess. Or, I don't know. I don't know anything about movies. Like, I was like, no, like I, I, can, I can tell you about this year's because, like, I think the the person that won uh, the Oscars uh, Best Actress was amazing because she's a British actor and she was amazing in The Favorite. So I highly, yeah, no, I, I think a lot of the Oscar picks this year were good. Like, I, I'm, I'm quite happy. But uh, yeah, no real hmm. controversy there. Good. Yeah, good. That's good. Good for everybody involved. Yeah, it's like it's it's a fun night. People get dressed up, and yes, there are people out there like, oh, who cares? They're just awards. Well, who cares? Like, it's enjoyable. It's fun. Just let people enjoy things. Yeah, I love it. Right. Yeah, but yeah, no, I um, I love movies and uh, British comedies. I absolutely love, um, and 
don't ask me what my favorite movie is because that's like not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's like it's like a favorite song. You can't have one. No, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, not. But yeah, no, I um, I don't know. I movies and like just reading uh, reading books about um, just finding out more about my mental health is a big thing because your doctor can tell you, okay, you have this and this and this, but you have to do your, do your uh, own research and know where you fit. Yeah, you have to. So yeah, no, I, uh, a friend of mine also who has borderline and I want more people to be open about it because I've met, so many women and men with borderline personality disorder, so many, and they're absolutely amazing people. And I, my, 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 one of my best friends, she has borderline, as I said, and uh, we want to make a podcast actually. <laughs> and, oh God, um, I will listen to it all the time. Do you know how refreshing I, it would be to hear somebody talk about these things? Listen, yeah, and, I, you, you know, I, I had this experience at this job that I was just at where I, I'm, I'm a people person. So naturally I'm very open about myself. I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an open book and I shared a lot about what I was going through in terms of my mental illness with the people that I worked with. And it really sort of fell on deaf ears, but I knew yeah. that, that I knew, I knew that I was doing the right thing that there's no such thing as like, oh, you shouldn't talk about that. Maybe with certain people, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's hard to find the audience that you need or the, yeah. or the support, the reception that you need. But, yeah. I mean, it has to be talked about. What are you going to do, not talk about it? Yeah, like I've had um, problems in the past with coworkers where I, they have asked me about it. And then I, um, I'm a very open person. I'm a very, I'm a people person. And, um, I can tell. And uh, so they would ask me and then I would be very open about it. And then they would be like, you know, you really shouldn't tell everyone that. And I'm just like, you you asked me. (laughs) Right. What do you want? And like, it's just like, they don't want to, they don't want to hear. They want to hear what they want to hear. They don't want to hear the truth about mental health. I find. Right. And there's, I feel like there's almost, um, What's the word that they use? There's a type of anger, um, cognitive dissonance when they just, when they, and, and, and I've heard it applied to the idea of, of veganism. If somebody's vegan, it makes somebody who's not vegan angry because they don't understand it. It's such a deviation from what they consider to be their norm that it's like, I I don't get it. And it like, you know, it, it creates actual anger. And I feel like the discussion about mental illness has the potential to do that to some people where they just, what? Don't Sorry, I've never it. heard I've never heard this before. And that like I, I feel like I'm getting angry for the fact that that's a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean you ever hear about these like, you know, like uh protesters that will like eat a raw chicken in front of like a vegan demonstration or something like that? It, it's just that that idea that like they don't understand what they're seeing and they need to react. And they have to react viscerally and take down whatever it is they're seeing. <laughs> oh my head hurts. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh God, it's, it's... that is. Oh God. I, I hope. I hope for the love of God, I'm explaining it the right way. But no, I, you, I promise yeah, it's yeah. a thing. Oh my gosh. Well, like, uh, yeah. No, I. Well, you know what? That actually reminds me of the first thing that popped in my head was the West Barrow Baptist Church. <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of thing, and right. like you, right. you know, they're they're not allowed in Canada. Eh? 
Oh, good. I've never I've seen them the in person. I just said the most Canadian thing ever. <laughs> I just said the most Canadian thing. I said, A. <laughs> That's okay. Canada, A. <laughs> That's okay. I, 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 I don't hear that very often. It's, it, it is welcome. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I have never seen them in person. I, 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 I hope I never do. Um, mm. Yeah. They are. And... They are. Oh. oh. <laughs> Not mm. good. Mm. <laughs> you know? Uh, the, more, am, the more I hear about those people, the less I like. I am so so happy I'm Canadian. Yes. <laughs> no are you are you are you proud to be Canadian? The way people oh, are proud to be yeah. American. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. But we're like not as forceful <laughs> yeah. and not as like jumping down your throat about it. <laughs> oh god, it's, we're it's, like yay Canada, yay. But we're right. you know, I I I admire, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's entertaining. But there are some people that can go a little overboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I feel like everywhere has it. I mean, America, I feel like, originated that idea of, you know. Well, I noticed something. Uh, the one thing I did notice is that um, in America, I it's not a thing here that you guys have your American flags, like, right outside your house, like, hanging outside your house all the time. And I, we don't have that. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it's such a weird thing, but like, I've never really seen our Canadian flag unless it's like at a school or in a park. <laughs> we right. don't have it like, you know, right it's funny on. that I've noticed that. And I've always wondered if it's a post nine eleven thing. Mm. I oh. feel like a lot of, a lot of the, I don't want to say traditions, but a lot of the things that we consider to be normal now uh, were brought about because I mean it was a long time ago, and I mean it, it's hard to imagine somebody's house without an American flag in front of it. Um, yeah. So I, I wonder if that's what brought it about. Yeah, I just I I noticed that like right when you go over the border, it's just like oh American flag, <laughs> oh, and yeah. like the most time you like for me, I am saying for me, I don't want anyone to be like you're wrong, but for me. The most time I see a Canadian flag is jury is Canada Day or, you know, the dollar store like uh, two months before Canada Day, <laughs> you know, so. Right. Like, it's something you wave on, on that day and not, yeah. and not shoving in people's faces all the time. Yeah. I mean, like make cake that's red and white and you see fireworks. It's great. Right. And, and you know, to, and to a certain degree, I think the American flag has become this sort of capitalist icon. I mean, you could buy it on anything. You could wear it on anything. You can have anything decorated with an American flag. Mm-hmm. And really, a lot of people who wear it and wear, you know, American flag shirts and shorts and hats don't realize that you're not supposed to wear the flag. Like, if you, no, if you look at the rules of, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the document would be called, but, you know, the the etiquette of the American flag, you're not supposed to wear, you're not supposed to, to you know, to drape yourself in it. No, you're, I think you're, you're not allowed to, like, cut it, right? You're not allowed There's to... all kinds of things, yeah. Then there's yeah. a certain way you have to fold it, which I have no idea how to fold You kind of got to turn into a paper football. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah you do, like, the triangle and all that, yeah. I don't know, I, I, I think, never learned how to do that. Oh, I thought that was, like, a prerequisite in high school for you guys. <laughs> Well, honestly, you know what? We had the class in elementary school. There was a day where we learned how to fold the American flag, and I just don't remember it. I don't know if any of the people I went to school with remember it, but sorry, you can't see my face. It's what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was totally a thing. It wasn't. I want to say it was maybe a day or two days. It, uh, it it was definitely more than one 
class period. Um, but yeah, that was totally a thing. How to fold the flag? All well for me, um, we just needed to sing the national anthem towards the flag at school every morning. Okay, so we had the pledge of allegiance. It wasn't a song. It was like a little. It was a little ditty, a little poem. Yeah, yeah. No, we had uh, O Canada, and it was a great song. And you had to sing it, and every Canadian the, knows that song. What are the words to O Canada? You don't have to sing it. Um, oh Canada. <laughs> now I'm now you're putting me on the spot, and I'm like, oh, oh no, no, don't be on the spot, don't be on the spot. If you don't remember, <laughs> I'm like, it. I, everyone knows it, and I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> no, I'm all right. Listen, all right, just <laughs> to break the ice, I'll, I'll 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 tell you the pledge of allegiance. I don't know if you okay. know the pledge of allegiance. Okay. I kind of is uh so uh i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all that was every day at eight fifteen. Oh my god yeah seriously okay yeah. god i thought it was longer i don't know no. why i thought it was like super long oh um, no, i'm thinking no. about, i'm thinking about your anthem i thought you like had to sing your anthem that's a hard oh no, we, song. no, we never had to. No, we never. Had That's to a song. hard song to sing. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Oh I honestly, God. I don't even know if I know all the words, and I'm not going to try. Okay, so the words to the song, Oh Canada, Oh Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love, and all thy sons command. With glowing hearts, we see thee rise, the true North, strong and free. From far and wide, Oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee. God keep our land glorious and free. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. See, that's nice. See, <laughs> I think t- <laughs> why, why can't all why can't all patriotic songs be like that? That's nice. I feel like ours is very um it has a propaganda y kind of overtone to it. Yeah, 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 I can see that. <laughs> there aren't many things going on in America that I would pledge allegiance to, but we mm. did it every single day. Yeah. Uh, well, you're quite, yeah, you said you're a liberal. So what are your. So what are you. Okay, this is going to. I don't know why we're going on to this topic, but I really want to know because I don't. Let's I don't. Do it. What are your. What's uh, your thoughts on like the gun control in America. Like, what is your, like, what do you well, think of it? I was encouraged when I heard about the response, the response to the shooting in New Zealand, they banned automatic weapons oh. within 24 hours. As, as somebody so who sad. lives in this country, I can tell you, it's incredibly sad, but as somebody who lives here, I can tell you that there's rarely a moment when a weapon like that is necessary. I'm all for people having guns. I'm all mm-hmm. for background checks. I'm all for the right to bear arms, 100%. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between having a handgun for personal protection and the equivalent of a fucking flamethrower. Like, when <laughs> would you ever need that? Uh, clearly on on a random holiday in America on Groundhog Day you need a flamethrower <laughs> I guess so you don't it's know this? something like that you should but, know, you know this I you know I feel like the obsession with like this obsession with automatic weapons is almost like the American sort of you know supersized bigger is better mentality applied to the second amendment I mean you know bigger is always better around here and I feel like the need for that type of weapon maybe has something to do with that. I I, I don't own a gun. I'm well, not I am. educated mm-hmm. on the subject, but that's just no. that's just how uh, I feel. Yeah. Um. Actually, my 
boyfriend, uh, our first date, he took me shooting. And I oh, got cool. to shoot a gun. Yeah, so like in Alberta, uh, there are a lot of people do, that do have guns. Uh, he, it is registered. It is like I actually, it was so crazy actually. He actually had to re-register his, his, his guns. And they contacted me because I was living with him. And they're like, hi, we just need to know that you're okay with him having guns now. <laughs> like they wanted to make sure whoever was living with them knew that this person had re-registered their, their guns. And they wanted to make sure I was aware and that I felt safe and everything. So I felt that was really cool. I'd never known that before. proactive of them. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I got a call being like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they're like, we just want to make sure because they have my number and they just want to make sure I knew that this person had put a new registration in or renewed their registration. Yeah. I just thought that was really cool. I thought that was like really neat. Yeah. Thanks, Canada. Thanks, Canada. Thanks for, yeah. for looking out on looking out for me. But yeah, and she was. I remember she was so cute. She was so nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was really cool, and I feel like um, for people who are homeowners or like living with someone that has a weapon, like they should know and they should register it, you know. And just I, know, I thought it was really really neat that the Canadian government does that. I really like that. Right. I, I see. I wish we would do something like that. It's 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 a whole mess. I, I don't claim to have any huge understanding of it, but it's a mess. That, that's what yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually um, ju- I've been watching a lot. Of, I love Vice. Do you guys have Vice? Yeah. Document. Oh, yeah. yeah so sure. I love Vice doc. I've been like on a Vice documentary binge lately, and I just found out that there was like people that don't believe that Sandy Hook or any of those happened. Oh, God. Like, they, like the conspiracy that those yes. never happened. And, like, I yes. am mind-blowing that there are people out there like that. It's just, it's, it makes it, me, it makes me sick. Like, it oh, really God, no, makes it's me, it's so, I'm just, it, it blows me away. Like, I, I don't, I I can get, I can get over the whole flat earther thing. Like, okay, you believe that, whatever. But but when it comes to children and a humongous tragedy like that, and then right. there's like, people out there, not? and people out there are like calling these victims families, and yeah, it's just it's so sad. I uh, sorry, oh, yeah. I just I just brought down I just brought down this. No, not at all. No, honestly, you know, and again, not to not to dwell on such a dark topic, but I'm from Connecticut, and uh, when when the whole thing happened, I was working at a state university. I was working at I was managing a computer lab, and we were following the news that you know as it was going on, and it was just it got sadder and sadder and sadder. Oh. Like you know, it was it was unbelievable. Oh God, I oh. I don't know. I we uh I can't like we didn't have oh I I there probably was a, there has been school shootings in Canada there has been but not as many as America right and oh I, no I don't think I think I think we have the high score I don't think anyone has as many as America I yeah and I just I like can't you see that there is a problem you should fix that right right. <laughs> Yeah, no, and um, it just—it's just always when that happens, it sucks that when you see it on the news, 
I don't feel shocked anymore. No, Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like totally. you're just like, oh, there's new. No, oh shit, there's another shooting. Oh okay, like it's just, oh that's sad. Like it's just, yeah, you're sad, but just like, it's so normal. Right. And that's not how we should be reacting to no. school shooting. Not at all. <laughs> it is in no way normal. No, 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 no. So yeah. Um, oh my god. Boy, this conversation took a ride, didn't it? I know. I know. I want to go back onto like a <laughs> fun thing. Uh, all right, what listen. Podcast, okay. What right, podcast right. do you listen to? <laughs> I have. I okay. So right now I'm listening to um. So Conan O'Brien, his podcast, I I love. I love him. Um, I, I, oh, I love him. My wife. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quick story. Um, love my it. wife idolizes Conan O'Brien, and she has a tattoo of Conan on her uh, on her right leg. I love your wife. I uh, am oh God, in love with would, her. You would adore her. Um, but so that's that's her idol. And there used to be in New York City, uh, sort of tourist thing where you could sit at his desk and go for a ride, and they kind of green screen you in next to him, and you can like do the whole, you know, mm-hmm. video thing. No, and I know exactly what you're Yep. My yep. wife and I, at the same age, did this video, and when we got together. And I'll 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 send you the link because I think you like it. I, I put together like our wedding announcement video. We both did the same. Like somehow life brought us to the exact same chair at Conan O'Brien's fake desk in New York way before we even knew each other existed. Oh um, my god! Oh god! Oh, it's incredible. That is so it, it was cute. Incredible. Our only mutual because we met on Facebook. Our only mutual friend was a person that I knew from my hobby, and she knew because he was on Conan once. And oh. that's it, it's like if we weren't into the things that we were into, we would have never met each other. Oh my god, that is so freaking adorable! Crazy, oh, right? Adorable. As soon yeah. as you know what this call, I'll send you the link to the video. Please, I'll email it please, to you. please. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So do you have any questions for me? Cause I've, I feel like we've been just talking and talking. So like, I want to I, like ask me anything. Um, to an ex- let me <laughs> Wait, see. to an extent. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, totally. No, I understand. I understand. Um, did we talk about how you met your boyfriend? No. Um, I actually, uh, do you have, you probably do plenty of fish. Oh, it's yeah. a dating website. So we met and on his profile, at the end, like you'd have to read his profile to get it. It said, um, tell me uh, to open the conversation. When you message me or when you open the conversation, uh, tell me the worst joke you know. And I remember I looked at his photos and I was like, hot damn. And right. <laughs> first, hot damn. Cut me off a slice of that. Yes, please. And, <laughs> um, and I just googled really bad jokes and i copied and pasted a joke to the life of me i cannot i can't remember the joke and what the what it was but we talked for a i i want to say a week because you know i'm i like to wait right sure <laughs> i love to wait things <laughs> I, uh, oh. um but i um yeah and we went out and we were at this bar club and like you know those things you can't even hear the other person right I and hate so clubs. I, I hate sorry. them I hate yeah. them too don't worry <laughs> I, I was I'm going a, yeah I'm a coffee there house for person yeah <laughs> no I yeah I'm a I'm a pub type person and pubs, totally. yeah I well when I drink I don't drink anymore I don't oh yeah so I don't drink because of my um I realized that after I would drink the next morning 
I would have a severe depression episode. Like I would just be so just depressed that it, it right. is a depressant and it really, it really fucked with my head. So I, I actually right. stopped drinking because of that. Cause I just, I, it was like, it's not worth it. It's not like, yes, I'll be happy during the night, but the next, next day for the whole day, is it worth feeling totally like not worth it? Emo- no, it's not worth it. So yeah, totally I don't think, but, um, but then we left and we went to a, a, a restaurant pub type thing and uh we talked until they closed and then i was like hey uh we can go and hang out on my balcony no funny stuff (laughs) (laughs) no funny stuff no funny stuff i'm a i'm a i am an angel i'm a sweet baby angel (laughs) (laughs) and uh and we talked on my balcony until about five in the morning and we are doing the 20 questions and uh one of them uh he, i was like okay it's your turn and he's like and he said to me question can i kiss you and uh we kissed and then we've been together since. that's awesome how long ago was that uh five years ago oh wow yeah nice. so yeah, we've been together on... for five years Beautiful. Yeah, we've been we, well. We've been together for five years and then married for two years. So seven oh, months together. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah. No, we. Uh, yeah. So we've been together for five years, and it. Yeah. Relationship. It's not. It hasn't been. You know, roses and 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 flowers or kittens or whatever. It hasn't sure. been like that. We, like everyone else. It hasn't all been a pot of toonies. No. <laughs> 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 So yeah, no, it's yeah, we we get along great, and then uh, we started a little business. So yeah, I think I messaged you about that. You did. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Oh, okay, so um, we are we love like unhealthy in a way. Um, we have an unhealthy love for Halloween. <laughs> and okay, I feel I, it. And we wanted to. Me and my boyfriend and a bunch of his friends. It was mostly my boyfriend and his friends, and I call it sweat equity because I put a lot of my sweat and tears and blood into this, but uh, I am not, I wouldn't say, I, I, I don't know, I'm owner slash sweat equity person, but I do a lot of work for them. I do all the operations and I oversee all of our employees and our managers. Okay. So, um, so, so, so it's like a haunted built, house type thing. Yeah, it's a haunted house, and we have three different haunted. Yeah, and it's yeah we just we it's seasonal, so it's only ten days in October, and we we build it up, and it's the best time of our life. It's stressful as hell. Oh, oh I bet. I bet. Stressful as hell, but it is the most rewarding feeling because I love that busyness and the the planning things and then, you know, the scaring of people and just, and, and we're, yes, we clash and that does happen, but it was, it's, it's been a ride and it's been an amazing ride. That's so cool. And again, it's Mm -hmm. probably so empowering to have something that you can call your own. I mean, that has to feel good. Oh yeah, and like any time I talk to someone, I'm like, oh hi. Uh, so have you been? Have you heard of this uh, this haunted house? 
and right. I talk. <laughs> I'm like promoting shameless it. self-promotion is oh, key. Oh, I shame, I shamelessly prom- love to say the name, but I don't want to. I uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. How I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I don't know either. If you want to say the name, you totally can. Okay. Uh. So. Yeah. So we're called uh, Grim Manor, and our website is. Uh, GrimManor.com. Spell it. Spell the website. G R I M M A N O R. If that's the hardest I had, question I ask tonight, we're I okay. Had the bra- I had the biggest brain fart right there. <laughs> no, that's okay. No, I I'm also 100%. trying to find a lighter right now. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. No worries. I, I smoke cigarettes, so I'm okay, trying to cool. find a lighter. Yeah. No um, worries. No worries. Yeah, so yeah, so we've been it, it this will be our fourth year this October and uh yeah. I'm really excited. That's awesome. I'm excited <laughs> for you. I'm proud of you. Maybe. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. And we have a great we have amazing employees that we love and we always want them to come back and we call the people we really love being like, You're coming back, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh you gotta you, yeah. you have to you have to be nice here. Yeah, and the you know, the employees make the haunted house. Without the employees, it would just be a really weird, empty rooms with random furniture in it. <laughs> right, like my and uncle's it wouldn't house. Be fun. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. So you understand. I understand one hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been asking everybody I interview at the end because I, again, I, I talking to a lot of people who've never done a podcast before, never had a conversation like this before, and this was really fun. By the way, thank you oh, for thank everything. You. Oh um, no, thank you. This has been a lot of fun. My pleasure. Was this what you expected? Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't know what I expected. I didn't really have any expectations. I just wanted to go with the flow. Because if I had expectations, I didn't want to, I don't know, I just didn't, I just went with the, I just went with it. Well, that's the best way to do it. And that was my goal is to just like talk and just see where it goes. And we went for a new record. This was awesome. Oh my God. How long did we go for? I'm so sorry. All right. No, no, no. That's, uh, we are coming up on one minute, one hour, 12 minutes. Oh, my goodness. I... It's awesome. Are you kidding me? No, no it's fantastic. Can, can you tell me other ones you've, ha- you've talked to already? Or Yeah. So um, who did I talk to a couple of days ago? Well, tomorrow I have a, um, a girl from – she's from Norway, and she lives in Spain now. She's 21, and she's a circus performer. Um, so that should be fun. Oh my god! Um, that um, is amazing. And then um, tomorrow afternoon, I'm talking to uh, a guy in Idaho who started a uh, branch of a street gang here called the Crips. Oh shit! So um, that, that will be so interesting. Yeah, oh god, I'm so, oh, I'm so excited. Listen, I'm I did excited. not even ask for these. I didn't. I didn't ask for anybody in particular to fill this out. I just whoever does it, yeah. just, just, yeah, just I, do it. I did it on a whim and high on sleeping pills. So I got, <laughs> right, I got I got dealt a very good hand in terms of these people who applied. But again, yeah. I was so excited to talk to you, and this was so much fun. Wow, it was so much fun. I am so excited to hear this. Have you figured out a name for your podcast yet? Um, so not yet. No, I, I'm no. I'll, 
the original title I, I had back in the day was uh, Stranger Than Christian. So it's kind of a pun on Stranger <laughs> Than Fiction because I'm talking to a lot of people who are out there and 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 people I would never you know get to meet otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I might stick with that. I love it. I like it. That, it. Then it's, it's it. Then it is in. No, perfect. I love that perfect. I made that decision. I get some royalties, right? No, <laughs> absolutely. <It'll, laughs> yeah, there'll be a toonie in the mail for you. Perfect. Right. Love Excellent. It. I love a toonie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this was this was so much fun. I feel like I really made a friend in Canada. Today. I know. Yes, I would love to keep in touch with you. This has been a lot of fun. We will absolutely keep in touch, and I'm going to send you that video as soon as we're done. Oh here. please! Oh please! That would be so, oh I'm so excited to watch it. Awesome. Oh, this is great. Thank you so much. I'll, I yes. will definitely talk to you soon. Of course. Yes. Thank you so much, and you have a great a great night because it's like you too super late for you now <laughs> no it's all good i I'm, I'm i'll be up editing this it's not a problem perfect well uh message me when it's on because i'd love to hear it oh we'll I'm, do, ner- I'm nervous as hell but i'd love to hear it no it's gonna be great i'm so excited thank okay. you so much this was so much fun well thank you you have a great night okay yeah you too talk to you later okay. talk to you later bye all right bye-bye Stranger Than Christian was edited, recorded, produced, directed, all of those things by me, Christian and here in beautiful downtown Lancaster, Pennsylvania. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, email me at christian at buzzerblog.com. That's Christian, my first name, at buzzerblog.com. Thanks for listening and hope to have you next time here on Stranger Than Christian. Bye-bye.